Welcome to the Finding Clarity podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Hi folks, this is George. You're listening to episode 153 of the Finding Clarity podcast. The Finding Clarity podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church, where we seek to answer questions that you might have or others might have about Christianity. So what we try to do as we get questions, we try to answer them here on the podcast so that those answers are available to others and they too can learn from them. Today's question is a question that we're going to kind of take a look at. It might be a little bit of a longer episode, but it's a question that a lot of people are facing, especially here in the last few years, and it has to do with the reality that we're facing in church, and that is some of our friends or people we know have decided to give up on church. In fact, it's not unusual to find someone who was once a part of the church, but because of hurt, disappointment, anger, or even indifference, they no longer are a part. So what's the next step? What do we do about that? And so this is what we're going to look at today. This is what the question is. I gave up on church. I'm done. What's next? Now, when we talk about what's next, we're going to talk about it from two different perspectives. We're going to talk about it from the perspective of those who are still in church, and then we're going to kind of look at it from the perspective of those who left the church. But before we get to that, we really need to talk about some other things. So we need to talk about the current reality. What is happening in North American Christianity? And then we really need to look at the reasons why people are leaving. And there are a lot of reasons, and I'm going to give you a big list, but the list is not exhaustive. There are people who have other things and other reasons that maybe I haven't touched on. But we kind of need to get an idea that people are leaving the church, but they're not all leaving the church for the same reason. So let's talk about the current reality. So here's the current reality. You maybe aren't aware of this. Here it is, the first thing. One-third of Americans claim no religious affiliation. So the thing you need to realize is that when you look out across the nation, it's real easy to assume that we just live in a Christian nation and that we're all Christians. However, that's not true. In fact, what we're finding is, I think Gallup showed that one-third of Americans claim no religious affiliation. So when you look at Americans, there are a significant portion of us, one in three, who basically are saying, I don't believe anything. They're not atheists, they just aren't committed to anything. Now, when we get to the church, up to a third of Christians are no longer attending church. When we get to the church, you can see across the board, and this has been shown with, especially since COVID, churches can look and see that about a 30% decrease in attendance among churches. So up to a third 
of Christians are no longer attending church. Now, here's the thing I want you to see about the reality as well. Those who are still attending church are struggling to address this current trend. So for those of us who remain in church, we're looking at people leaving, and the first thing that pops in our mind is Hebrews 10.25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. Here we see the writer of Hebrews telling us, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, but we're watching all these people leaving, and we don't understand because, hey, as a Christian, you're told to go to church. But these folks, which we assume are believers, are now leaving the church. So then this brings us to the next point in the reality of what we're seeing here is is that some believers are confused by the trend and tend to make pronouncements. So when they look and they see all of a sudden a third of the people are no longer coming, they're no longer interested, they are confused by that, and so they try to find some biblical basis for it, and so they jump to the Scripture. One of the favorite Scriptures that they jump to is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, and this is talking about the end times, right before the Antichrist coming. Here's what Paul writes, "'Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition.'" So what they'll say is, is oh, what we're witnessing is the falling away. Now here, yeah, if you look at it just from the North American perspective, yes, that would seem correct. However, but if you take it from the perspective of Christians worldwide, they're not experiencing what we're experiencing in our culture. There's not a falling away with the church throughout the world. It's just here. It's just with us in our culture. So then that raises the issue, okay, so why are they leaving? So I'm just going to go through this list. I'm going to make a comment on some of them as we go to help you to understand. Some of them I'm just going to let as it is. It's not my position to discredit what is being said. My position is simply to tell you why people are leaving And as I go through this list, you can understand why, because you probably have seen some of these things. Here's the first one. People are leaving the church because of spiritual abuse or trauma. Spiritual abuse or trauma. Now, that's not a recent thing. That has been going on for years. People will leave a church because of church conflict or because of the legalism or the authoritativeness of some churches and the spiritual abuse that they're experiencing by those who attend that church or the trauma of church conflict or something like that. So people leave the church because of abuse or trauma. And so therefore, it's hard for them to even want to go back to church. Why would they go to church? This is not what they thought Christianity was. Here's the second one. This has especially been true in the last few years. A focus on political issues. This has really come to the forefront here recently in the last few years. Before that, churches flirted around with taking a position on politics, but this is really turning people off today, is that they they are really turned off by churches really taking a political stand. Here's one. This is one that has been normal for years, but again, it's being raised today, a focus on money. It seems like all the churches want our money, and that's typical when you talk to unsafe people. They think that all churches want our money. 
Here's another one. We've dealt with this through the years in our churches, the moral failure of a spiritual leader. When a pastor falls to to immorality, that can devastate a church, and people get disillusioned, and so they leave the church. Here's one that people might not have even been aware of, but it is an issue. A lack of depth or shallowness of spirituality. Some people have decided when they go to church, well, you know, it just doesn't seem to be anything more than just a service. There's no depth here. I want something more. It's not answering my questions. And so they leave. Here's another one, a focus on the culture wars. That's really heating up in this day and age. And so a lot of churches feel compelled to be involved with that and taking stands, so to speak. And that actually is turning off a lot of people. And some of them are saying, I'm done with the church. If they're going to get involved with that at that level, I'm out of here. Here's one that I think is really interesting. It's the embrace of an anti-science attitude. People are leaving the church because they feel like the church is anti-science. Rather than looking at the issues of what science is dealing with, whether it's the pandemic or climate change, whatever your feelings are on that, they feel the total rejection of anything from science is something that they don't really want to be a part of, and so they say goodbye. Here's one that has been true for centuries, and that is the exclusive nature of Christianity, or should I say, the exclusive claims of Christ that he is the way, the truth, and the life. There are people, especially in our pluralistic society, that really have a problem with the exclusive claims, and so therefore they feel like, man, I can't be a part of this. Another thing is that they feel the church is antagonistic to doubters and those who have questions. So if you have doubts or or, are questioning some aspect of the official line from the church or from a pastor, and you express that, they feel an antagonism there. Here's one. People are leaving the church because there's a failure to respond to social issues, as Jesus would. They're, they're looking at how the church is reacting to the social issues of today, and they're saying that you're not responding the way that Jesus would or that Jesus says we should. And so, therefore, they're leaving. So that brings us to the final thing. Again, this list is not exhaustive. They view the church as judgmental, yet hypocritical. So judging others, especially those who are in the world, but yet hypocritical in the sense that they commit the same sins secretly in their own lives, but yet they have this outward position of judgment on others. And so they're leaving the church. And again, as I've mentioned to you, this list is not exhaustive. It's not like I've hit everything here. In fact, there are so many articles out there on the internet about why people are leaving the church. I try to bring them down to these reasons here that you and I could look at and wrap our brain around, but there are a lot of other reasons. So what do we do with this, George? So I'm done with the church. I've left it. What's next? Well, that's where we're going to get into how we should respond. And I'm going to look at it from the perspective for those who stayed, for those who are believers who are still in the church, And then I'm going to wrap it up with a perspective for those who've left the church, some things for them to think about. 
So let me talk to you, first of all, believer, who is still a part of a church. You maybe are a part of our church here at Kermansville Christian Church, maybe a part of another church. But here you are, you have friends, you have family who have said, I'm done, I'm out of here. I am no longer going to church. I no longer believe. What do we do? Well, I got several things I want us to think about here. First of all, recognize that people leave the church for different reasons. So when we talk about people leaving the church today, and when we say that we're down a third, that 30% of us are no longer going to church, it's real easy in our simplistic way of approach that we have in the U.S. today to think that everybody's leaving for the same reason. That's not true. And you and I need to understand that. So when somebody tells you that they've left or that they are leaving, don't assume that you know why they're leaving. You need to be aware that people are leaving for different reasons. So with that, that brings me to my second point. Don't dismiss the person and their reasons for leaving. See, we have a tendency to do that sometimes. We'll say, oh, well, you know, he's gone because of this. Isn't that crazy that he's thinking that way? No, no, no. Don't, don't be dismissive. You need to be attentive to what they're saying. You need to realize that what they're saying may have a hint of truth to it. In fact, if it's criticism, if they say, well, I'm leaving the church because of this and I don't like this, you maybe need to pause for a moment and basically say, okay, is there some truth to what they're saying? How is there truth? With every piece of criticism, there is an element of truth. So let's take a look at what they're saying and their reasons for leaving. Which brings me to the third point, and I really want you to hear this point. Don't approach people with a one-size-fits-all approach. Because people's reasons are different, and so the issue is very complex, you have to get to know that person that is leaving and understand why they're leaving, what are their reasons, and what is it that's going on in their life, why are they thinking that way, and, and then you have to determine your approach to them to know what to say and how to approach them as they leave. You can't decide, oh, wow, look, this is what so-and-so says on the internet, this is how we should do it, and go to them and say, okay, this is what it is. This is what you should be doing. This is what you're, but the reality is, is what you're presenting them is maybe something that they're not even thinking of or even wrestling with. Their issue is something completely different. So you can't just use a one size fit all approach. Here's the next one. It's very important. Listen, listen to them. They'll share with you why they're leaving. In fact, they'd like to talk about it, but they feel like they can't because most Christians, when they talk to them about it, are dismissive or they have a one-size-fit-all approach with it. They have pet answers that they like to give. You need to listen to them because they're wrestling, they're struggling, especially if they've gone through some sort of spiritual abuse or some sort of spiritual trauma or if they have been disappointed or they're angry. You need to listen to them. 
Here's the next thing. Express love and understanding. What do you mean understanding, George? Well, what I mean is express to them that you love and care for them, not just in saying, oh, I love you, but in your actions towards them and express understanding. Listen to them. Try to put yourself in their shoes and understand what they're wrestling with, which brings us to the final point, which you as a believer should be doing for everyone who's leaving the church, period. Pray. You need to intercede for them because they have very real reasons why they're leaving. But you know Jesus and you know the reality of his heart and who he is. You need to pray for them. So that, that's some things that I would like to share, six things that I would like to share with those who are staying. Now, let, let's wrap this up by talking to those who are leaving. And here's what I would say to you, because you'd say, okay, George, you're not somebody who's left. How can you tell them what to do? You're right. I'm not somebody who's left. You're saying, well, you're just a pastor, so you're going to give some pat answers. No, no, I'm not going to give some pat answers either. But I am somebody who does care for those who've left. And, and this is what I would say to them. Okay, so here, here's what I would say. Number one, don't give up completely on Jesus. Don't give up on Jesus. Now, what do you mean? That's what they're doing. They're walking away from the church. They're saying, I'm adios to Christianity. Yes, but if you look at what their reasons are, a lot of them, except for the exclusive claims of Christ, are really have nothing to do with Jesus. It has to do with the people who represent Jesus and how we're, what we're saying and how we're acting. So what I would say to the one who's leaving is don't give up on Jesus. Focus in on Jesus. How do you do that? Get back through the Gospels, start reading again, start meeting him, understanding who he is and how he approaches people. Don't give up on Jesus. Here's the second one. Recognize the church does a poor job reflecting Christianity. We do a poor job. We express one thing. We talk about love, and God loves everyone. God died for everyone. God forgives everyone. But yet, the way we live our lives and the way we conduct ourselves and the way we represent ourselves in our culture, it seems to be a major contradiction, and people see right through that, and they say, I don't want to have anything to do with that. So I understand. But recognize the church is made up of human beings who are flawed, Even if they have Jesus, they're flawed. So here's what I would suggest. So I've got three more things I want to say here. Continue to process your reasons for leaving. Part of the issue of why you're left is because you're going through some sort of mental process of trying to figure this out. And you're coming to the conclusion at this point that, okay, it's time for me to leave. I'm done. What I'm trying to say to you is, is just don't end the process right there. Continue to go through the process. Continue to process. Having considered what I said earlier, that number one, the church is flawed because we're made up of human beings and we don't reflect Christianity, but also don't give up on Jesus. So continue the process, processing your reasons for leaving. With that, Seek out a Christian who will listen and process with you. 
you say, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, you used to hang out with them when you came to church. You used to interact with them. Some of you were very fervent in your faith. But I'm saying to you, seek out a sincere believer who truly reflects some depth in their life and concern and process what it is that you're struggling with with them. I'm assuming, and I would hope, that they would take that time to do that with you. And then finally, I would say to those who have not completely given up, even to those who are hurting, maybe you still are looking, but you're not sure, I would say, take a chance with another group of Christians and go slow. Take a chance. Try another church. Maybe the last church was a terrible experience. I understand that. That is very real. Maybe you were hurt by a pastor. I understand that. They're not all like that. But take a chance. That's true for anything. When you break up one relationship, you almost always, if you're going to enter into another relationship, you have to take a chance. I'm saying to you, take a chance. But go slow. And allow God's Spirit to speak to you. So here's reality. We're seeing large numbers of people leaving. They have various reasons. It's not, as some would say, a falling away. Why? Because we don't see that reflected in a worldwide perspective. But rather, it's a reflective of where we are right now as a culture that's becoming more and more secular, more and more pluralistic. And so with that, we're going to see people who don't want to believe anymore, who don't want to be a part, or who are hurt because of the way we've been acting. So therefore, we need to be patient. We need to be loving. And for those who've decided you want to walk away, we understand. But don't give up. It's about Jesus. It's not about the church. Something to think about. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions about your faith and about Christianity to help you to grow. And that's what we tried to do with this question that seems to be really on the minds of others. As you say, George, I have a question. How do I get that to you? Well, there are several ways that you can do that. You can just go to the church Facebook page, facebook.com slash Kerwinsville Christian Church direct message us there or write on the wall, and we'll look at your question. You, If you come to church here, if you attend the services here at Kermansville Christian Church, you can just write it down, throw it in an offering box, or talk to me after the service and say, hey, George, I have a question. Can you spend some time looking at this and giving me an explanation? I hope that you will have a good new year. We're at year end here. We're looking into a new year And so there's concern, but there's hope. And as you face the new year, I hope you face it with Jesus. Until next time, folks, take care.